You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Dr. Popular, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on TorqueMag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting apps, or you can download episodes directly from WMR.fm. If you follow tech, then you know it's been an exciting time for AI. Last year, we saw a boom in text-to-image synthesis via tools like Dolly and MidJourney. This year, that excitement seems to have pivoted to tools like ChatGPT. In recent weeks, we've seen ChatGPT used for everything from writing high school essays to creating new WordPress plugins with no external coding. On this episode of Press This, we are joined by Ellis LeMay, a podcaster and WordPress practice director at AmericanEagle.com, to talk to us about how AI tools like ChatGPT can change the WordPress ecosystem. Ellis, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. I would love to hear your WordPress origin story before we dive in deep into large language models. Sure. Yeah. Sounds great. I was thinking about how to tell this story. And I think, you know, like a lot of people that I've met over my years working with WordPress, I kind of fell into it basically by accident. Growing up, you know, I was always fascinated with technology. And uh, as a kid, I would take computers apart and put them back together just to try to kind of figure out how they work. And then eventually that led to trying to figure out how to get them to work in ways they weren't intended to work in. And, you know, I was lucky enough to have a dad who worked for a local college. And so he would bring home junk computers from their IT department. And that's how I had a kind of a never ending source of materials to work with. As I kind of got a little bit older, I started to get more interested in the software side of things, started to try to get computers and windows to do things that it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't meant to do basically. But uh, eventually, you know, I went off to college, believe it or not, didn't study computers in college. The whole time growing up, I was also working in bike shops. So at a certain point, the bike shops that I was working for, they needed websites, they needed technological help. And so I was kind of like that internal employee who could always do those things. And one day it sort of just occurred to me that, you know, there is a need for a classified bike website that at the time didn't exist. And I kind of got this idea from all the customers we'd have that would ask us if we knew of such a thing or if we knew of places that sold used bikes. And so I set about trying to create this on my own, just kind of based on my tech background and my light coding experience. And that was how I basically found WordPress themes. So you're talking about probably back in 
let's see, that would have been probably 2015 ish, 2014, maybe around there. Once I got my hands on WordPress themes, kind of my childhood passion of like taking things apart and figuring out how they work just came, came rushing right back in because uh, that's how I learned theming and plugin building was through basically reverse engineering them. And as part of your, your current job, you, you study technology trends and you've always kind of kept your eye on WordPress stuff, but lately you're also really diving into the potential of AI, including tools like ChatGPT, which I uh, mentioned many times at the beginning of the show. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about ChatGPT and how it works? Yeah. I mean, I think there's kind of the, 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 the layman's explanation. And then there's of course, deeper explanations about the technology that's powering it, but on the surface level, uh, it's really grabbing a lot of people's attention, including people who are not technologists or maybe don't consider themselves to be, because essentially what it is, is a piece of software put out by OpenAI, where you can look at a chat-like interface, you know, a box where you type in your input, except you're talking to a computer that has learned off of the language models. It can then interact with you as if it's a person. So it can do interesting things like understand context that other you know, search interfaces and things like that, that most people are used to can't do. So that's essentially it kind of on the surface level. I think, you know, beneath that, there's uh, probably some really intense algorithms at work to work through combing through data and large language models and huge data structures for it to soak up that knowledge. Before the show, you know, we were kind of mentioning how one of the things unique to chat GPT is the chat like interface where you can kind of have a discussion with the computer and it'll spit out something very confidently. It might may or may not be, you know, correct, but it, like that's kind of the, the interface that's happening. And that's a pretty revolutionary thing. Can you tell us how is a tool like chat GPT or, or something else out there uh, like it? How can those improve experiences for WordPress visitors, visitors to my WordPress site? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I think that some of the uh, potential that tools like this uh, and ChatGPT in particular may have one day for improving user experiences, uh, maybe from the implementer side, and perhaps I'm biased because I'm a guy who builds websites all day, every day. But, you know, something I kind of pictured that I thought would be really fascinating is you know, I, I get involved in all kinds of UX studies where essentially what we're doing is taking the feedback from dozens and dozens of users of a website or an application and getting their qualitative feedback on what their user experience was like. And, you know, I imagined a situation where you scaled that out to potentially hundreds or thousands of people and then used a tool like ChatGPT to do the analysis on those large volumes of qualitative feedback. Uh, just to distill it down into some takeaways, some literal actionable um, tasks or steps you could take with your interface uh, based off of analyzing um, thousands of, of, of user feedback sessions. Uh, and that's something that, you know, people could do that, but it would just take a long, long time. So are you describing, I, would, I think that sounds pretty cool. If I understand that correctly, it sort of sounds like you're describing running a test or just kind of looking at user, the way users visit your site. And then you have this big data and having something like ChatGPT to help kind of uh, break that data down so that you, you don't have to know how to look through all that data. You can have something kind of talk to you and give you suggestions. Is that what, is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Like I remember... Um... Yeah, exactly. Like imagine, you know, you give a survey to say a thousand people uh, where you ask them to describe their experience 
using a piece of software um, and you just leave it open-ended like that because you're looking for their qualitative feedback. At the end of that survey, someone's got to go through all that feedback and distill it down into something, some kind of takeaway. What does it mean? What does it tell us? What can we learn? That's a very large task for a human being to go through, right? Reading thousands of feedback surveys and kind of tracking the input and sort of pulling it together in a cohesive message. But if you've got something like ChatGPT that can understand context, but because it's ultimately a computer power through those tasks much faster, uh, you can get much larger takeaways from big data, like really fast. This actually brings me, because we're already kind of talking about how uh, web developers can can use this for improving sites. We've got things like Copilot from GitHub, which allows developers to kind of have things auto-completed, I guess, is kind of a way kind of like having a computer help you write code, but not write the code for you. Is this mm -hmm. something that you think WordPressers are going to see or are already using maybe Copilot to uh, to code WordPress? I think that'd be really cool. I have seen, I don't know if they're chat GPT affiliated per se, but I have seen the emergence of a couple AI tools out there that purport to like write WordPress code, right? So this could be something like building out the structure for a custom post type with some custom meta fields where what you're putting into this software is just the layman's description of what you want, and then the AI will actually translate that into code and structure your content types and custom fields. So I've seen stuff like that out there in the wild. I, I think the real thing I'm curious about is how reliable these technologies are, especially at this stage of the game, mostly because my experience with developing websites, particularly WordPress, is that the context of other plugins and other site functionalities it matters heavily. So I don't know if AI can account for that just yet, but I'd imagine that's coming soon in the near future. I think that's a good spot for us to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to continue our, our conversation with Ellis LeMay about the potential of using AI tools with WordPress. Stay tuned. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Popular, and joined this week by Ellis LeMay, a podcaster and WordPress practice director at AmericanEagle.com. And Ellis has been studying the potential of AI tools like ChatGPT and kind of thinking about how they could be used by WordPress developers and just you know website developers, not just WordPress. And we've talked so far about Copilot and how ChatGPT could potentially 
help people create sites. I, I'm kind of curious, Elvis, have you seen in any of your research, have you seen any cool examples of chat GPT being used on a website in a way that you just weren't expecting? I'm trying to think of unique examples. I'm a little hard pressed to come up with some unique ones, but I've got, uh, I have definitely seen it being used in ways that you would kind of guess, right? And and I think one of the topics that a lot of folks are aware of uh, by now is how a lot of these technologies are being used to generate content really quickly. A big part of getting your name out there, promoting a brand and climbing up search engine results is a matter of putting out good content regularly. And so I think that's where the most immediate fit is going to be for things like this. And I've seen even as of this week, there's two plugins out there that allow you to install a plugin into WordPress connect an API key to um, get ChatGPT working within that plugin, and then start generating blog content based off of some keywords or topics you you give it. And the one I was playing with earlier today actually even writes that content with you know structured headings and the right semantic markup. So I think for marketers right now, it's kind of the wild west because they can use tools like that to quickly um, sort of prototype and ideate blog content and then perhaps tweak it from there. Talking about Gutenberg blocks and their potential for something like this, I, I want to mention that we have talked to the creators of Imagine, which is an AI art generator, uh, and it takes place as a WordPress block. So, you know, you install the plugin and then you just add a block in the middle of your post and you can type in your prompt. And I've been using it sometimes to create featured images for posts, right? Like that's always a, that's always a hard thing when you've got everything kind of ready and you know, you need to have a featured image and you just don't want to grab a stock photo and you don't really have time to create a photo of your own. So there there's ways that I've already been kind of integrating AI into my workflow for, for generating content. And then what you're talking about, it sounds sort of like a block again, you know, of a plugin installed and then a block and you can kind of within your dashboard, create content around probably a prompt. That sounds pretty cool. There's this talk that the generated content might start overwhelming Google search and like kind of overwhelming the web, right? It's very easy. And there's a lot of potential, a lot of incentive for people to create content. And if they can do it without hiring someone, if they can just kind of generate it through a uh, chat GPT, there's going to be a lot more of it. And so there's been this idea that maybe Google might have a way of detecting AI text and maybe trying to punish it or anything. Have you, have you heard anything about Google cracking down on AI generated content? I haven't heard any specific news about Google doing this, but it's really easy to imagine that they would want to, right? Because a few weeks ago, you know, when I first started to hear about ChatGPT and explore it, all you had to do was get on YouTube and within a matter of, oh gosh, like half a minute, you'd start seeing headlines uh, for videos about how, you know, ChatGPT is going to end Google as we know it. I got to imagine Google's not a fan of hearing messaging like that. So from that standpoint, of course, they'd probably want to kind of control this a little bit. But, you know, the other thing, too, is uh, as a developer, I've always been tracking Google um, pretty much since day one, because everything you build has to play well with it um, from a structure standpoint, uh, but also for digital marketing purposes, ranking and, you know, promotion. You know, what I'm curious to see is, as I've understood it, one of Google's core missions is to kind of democratize the web. Their goal is to basically get the best content, the most relevant content into the hands of people who are looking for it. And so you kind of have to ask the question of, 
if everyone is using AI to generate content, is content sort of across the board going down in quality? You know, because you no longer have the critical thinking and thought leadership of people behind it, but some of it's being generated by a computer. You know, and if you think about all of the changes to the Google al algorithm over the years and how they basically made big strides to weed out things like keyword stuffing um, and, you know, things like that, you, you got to think that they're going to start to put an emphasis on staying away from computer generated content because it just won't be viewed as as authentic as as human generated content yeah i mentioned earlier the answers chat gpt gives are very confident whether it's writing code or whether it's giving you a book report and it is definitely a better writer than i think i am i'm I've, i have to admit that's not my strong point but just because it's a better writer i am personally a little worried that it might start to trend higher on google with not necessarily the correct answers and i i don't know if google has a a fix a for detecting ai but also like for detecting accuracy but then i guess that's a whole other thing that currently we haven't worried about google detecting how accurate is a thing is we just look at how long do visitors stay on the site and how does the site perform and other parts of their algorithm there's gonna have to be some tweaking for google to still be relevant in a post chat gpt world it seems yeah it really will and i almost wonder too where that sort of thing kind of collides then with the world of academia you know some of the people that i've talked to about this over the last few weeks are people who are teachers at all levels and one of the first questions they have is almost this look of astonishment where they look at me and go oh my gosh are my students already using this to like cheat on papers and things and my genuine answer is i don't know but maybe <laughs> mm -hmm. and so you, you gotta wonder too where you know you already have google and search engines. I mean, that really changed the landscape of how students did their work, but that was 20 years ago, you know? And, and so kind of what new sort of risks is ChatGPT going to invite uh, in, into that scenario? I think it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. There is, there's a lot of conversation too about how calculators were going to break students, you know, like students need to know how to do all this very advanced math, you know, not everyday math, but some of the more advanced stuff they need to know how to do that, even though question mark, if it's something they're actually going to have to apply. I think there's probably 20 years from now, where there's a chance that we might be looking back at these conversations in the same way that we are looking back at how calculators ruined high school for students. Yeah, absolutely. It could be, you know, and I, I think with every technical advancement, there's the potential that it's used for good and then the potential that it's used for not good. I'm kind of a self-taught person. A lot of, a lot of the things that I know about, you know, development that I've that have been pivotal for me in my career development have, uh, have been things I've self-taught myself. It's interesting developing your career that way because for me, it's essentially a matter of piecing together a bunch of great resources and learning how to learn along the way. But I have had occasions sometimes of learning certain languages where you kind of get stuck and you need someone to sort of fill in a knowledge gap for you. And when you're a self-learner, you're kind of at, at the whim of what you can find going through Google. I think that ChatGPT could actually be something that helps facilitate people who are self-learners because it could help show them resources that they might not know exist or just fill in knowledge gaps because it's got that context from those language learning models. On that point, 
There are tools, I think we mentioned or alluded to them earlier, uh, tools like CodeWP, which is a website you can go and explain what you want out of a plugin and AI will create it. I think they're using that GPT will create a plugin that may or may not work, but supposedly it's trained on WordPress plugins as its knowledge base. So it should be very specialized for that. Do you think at the moment, this is a good tool for people to use if they want to avoid coding? Should they be using tools like that? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think right now I'd have to go with kind of a solid no. The reason being is because, again, the context of the rest of your application matters. You know, if you kind of push all that context aside and you write a plug-in to do some specific functions or something specific, I think there's a high likelihood that you would install that plugin and then have conflicts with the rest of your ecosystem or maybe encounter conflicts later on, right? As you introduce new variables and factors into your uh, site architecture, you're writing more functions, you're building more functionality. I, I just think that it's not like a slam dunk one and done. Um, I kind of look at it, I kind of look at ChatGPT and uh, and other tools like it, sort of like any other tool, you know? Um, the hammer doesn't build the house. The, the person holding the hammer builds the house. And that person needs to take into context a lot of other factors along that the way during that journey. Uh, and I just see chat GPT is really no different, at least for now. That's another great spot for us to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk to Ellis LeMay about potential uses for chat GPT that he sees for WordPress developers. So stay tuned for more. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. And this week we are talking about ChatGPT with Ellis LeMay, the WordPress practice director at AmericanEagle.com. 
Ellis, at the beginning of the show, you were saying you're keeping your eye towards this technology. And you also were saying you're building websites on a daily basis. I'm kind of wondering, have y'all had the conversation yet about using ChatGPT for some web design, for some project at AmericanEagle.com? Very lightly, very, very lightly. And I think one of the practical um, uses that we see for it during development is filling in like placeholder content. You know, I think everyone who's worked on a website at some point has gone to a lorem ipsum website to basically copy and paste tons of placeholder content so that they could just simply build out their layouts. And when you're presenting prototypes and, you know, concepts to, to, to clientele, it really does go a long way to have some relevant content in your designs that just at least it isn't lorem ipsum. And so for now, uh, we're just kind of dipping our toe and starting to use it for creating, you know, blog titles and things like that, really just for the purpose of demoing sites. We're not really promoting it as a tool to uh, replace thoughtful content writing, but that's one way we're using it. But, you know, we also have a great program at American Eagle called The Hatchery, where its sole purpose is to build upon emergent technologies and, and try to come up with innovative ideas to carry them forward. And so I can't share any details as yet, but there have been some ideas recommended to the hatchery for developing it further. The example you were just mentioning about using it to create dummy content, I hadn't even thought of that. It's such an obvious one, but that's that's such a game changer. If you are you know building sites and you want to be able to show here's how it would look like to a restaurant or here's how this site would look for something else and maybe even have it have some localized text in there or whatever all with prompts man that would be uh so much better than lorem ipsum that'd be like lorem ai ipsum it reads in my head but it doesn't sound good but that's that's a really cool usage that'd be cool yeah. if, if we saw something like that out there all right well maybe maybe a listener will uh will take that idea and push it forward it might be early days. And I know that a lot of bugs are still getting worked out. And we said, you know, we probably wouldn't be using this to like code a website yet. But I think early days, one of the things I'm kind of most excited about is definitely using it as part of my workflow. If I make a video and I'm kind of struggling to come up with that description of it that needs to go in the body of the text, I might go to ChatGPT and, you know, kind of like tell it kind of what I'm looking for. It gives me something. And I, I don't think I've used that exactly yet, but it's helped me out a lot. And I have even for art, I've used mid journey kind of help get started with an art idea. And then I end up redrawing it from scratch. So just integrating it into my workflow, not necessarily replacing my workflow with it has been really nice for me. And it kind of sounds like y'all are thinking in the same way. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, one, one simple way that I've used it um, over the last couple of weeks is to get quick references to the meaning of things while I'm on calls with, you know, clients and partners. Uh, it, it's almost kind of embarrassing to admit, but you know, an example would be the other day I was on the phone with uh, some leadership from an insurance company. We were talking about the, the 2.0 version of their website. And, you know, there's a lot of acronyms in the insurance world. And it was really helpful to have Chad GPT up because I could just type into it. What does blah, blah, blah mean relative to car insurance. And, mm -hmm. you know, even though I could do the same thing through, through Google, you, you still have that sort of manual aspect to Google where you have to make sure that, you know, what you're looking at is the right result. And you might have to kind of peruse through some of Google's interface to find your literal answer. But with ChatGPT, I just get the answer. So that's been pretty useful. And I, you know, the people that I'm talking to on the phone really have no idea that I've got that in my back pocket. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of little uses like that will continue to uh, embolden the, the business world. 
Well, that's that's really interesting. I I really appreciate your time today talking to me about Chat GPT. I think I'm thinking about it in much different ways than I was before. Uh, Ellis, if people want to follow you online, what's a good way to kind of keep up with the work you're doing? Uh, you can follow me on AmericanEagle.com's blog, um, just AmericanEagle.com slash blog, uh, as well as on LinkedIn. Well, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode of Press This. Press This is a weekly podcast. Next week, we're going to be talking to Ryan Single from Contextly about how to make your website stickier using tools like Contextly. Thanks for listening to Press This. I'm your host, Doc Pop. You can follow my adventures with the Torque Mag on Twitter, at the Torque Mag. Or you can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, or download from WMR.FM. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of the community each and every week on Press This. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.